Hey, good evening everybody. TGIF, thank God it's Friday. Here it's J Pops Kogar here at a Powwow with Pops podcast. I'm streaming at you not live from the internets and the interwebs and the droid phones and all the neat little gadgets we have nowadays. Uh, today I'm sitting in Actually, I'm in the same place I was the other evening for my uh, first interview. I'm in the Barcade again, which is a, it's... Arcade bar. Arcade bar. It's oh. got to be arcade bar. Oh, it's got to be arcade bar. Okay, arcade bar. So that's official, arcade bar, copyrighted. No, don't, don't steal it, but we'll, we'll sue. But, any hoots. <laughs> but any hoots. Great place, lots of old video games. Uh, uh, seems to be doing very well. Uh, every time I've come by here, it seems that uh, everybody's having a good time. There seems to be any issues. I still haven't made it to the third floor yet to hang out, like at the evening time, which is which we found kind of funny because that's like supposedly the nicest part about the whole. I mean, not nicest, but this is like down here. It's like you're almost in like a fair. You know, you got the outdoor shack kind of thing. It's like an outdoor fair, and then upstairs there's like kind of a antiquey. It looks more antique and more well put together, and yeah, and it looks really good. Down here, I think it's where everybody just either the people know what's going on in the first, and they just kind of yeah, randomly like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Okay, folks, if you didn't realize, that's the person I'm interviewing today. Uh, his name is Bobby Brown. Uh, Bobby Brown is someone what I've known maybe before five years now. Four and a half. Yeah. Four and a half year. Yeah. Uh, a drummer. Uh, the only band I know personally that he's been in is the Ship Thieves, Chris Wallet, Right. That's the only thing I know you've done. What other what other music ventures have you had prior to prior to this band? Um, played with Okay, Mostly, uh, and that's Valdosta, Georgia, right? Yeah, Troy, uh, Troy to sponsor anybody, you can sponsor me because I helped kick off the movement in Gainesville, Florida, for LaCroix. I just thought everyone should know. Single-handedly? Single-handedly. <laughs> it, it, hap it happened right after I quit drinking when I was working at Boca Fiesta. Uh -huh. And I worked there, and I, I, as soon as I quit drinking, I started drinking these. And that's in 2008. And I was working there opening the restaurant in 2010. So I've been drinking them for two years, and people are always making fun of me, like, oh, that's what my grandmother drinks. Pops, ha-ha, you're an old guy. Oh, drinking LaCroix. Ha-ha, shouldn't you be retired on my, in Miami or some shit, you know? Like all those jokes. So I work there. Two months later, everybody there is drinking them. And then the, that fest, they're everywhere. My wife didn't even go out during that fest. My wife's walking around, and she keeps texting me. She's like, 
holy shit, Jay, there's fucking LaCroix everywhere. And I was like, and I was like, and just two months ago, everybody was like, oh, that's what old people drink. And I was like, and then I realized that's the hipster part about Gainesville. They, they just didn't want to admit that they like yeah. it. Yeah. Well, that's the ironic hipster part of it. You know, they, this is an old person beverage. This is like going up to Arizona. My mom came in cutting into the fridge. People have this, and they always have some of the big fridges. I didn't even know what that was. I was like, a mix of stuff you put your drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Like, the, this is the best part of being around all of you people. You open from the cabinet like like in your house has towels, but there's it's all like like your yeah, yeah, it's just nothing like you're eating and you can get fucking one here and you can go to the lake there. Yeah. So so you can use the smart art. You came here, you said two thousand three, two thousand four. Well I I was I was going going back and forth. I I I still still live there, so so Come down here once a week for practice. Oh wow! A few, a few you know, a few times. That's, that's, a, what, that's an hour and a half. Yeah, it's drive. Not, not far. It's not, not far. And yeah, that's that's uh, between like Valdosta and Gainesville being kind of like a uh, sister city, anyways. Yeah. Back in the '90s, when uh, all the people that I've met were going north, yeah. it was a, just a, a nice stop. Bands like Someday Soon. <sighs> that nobody knows. <laughs> but, all, but all the all the <laughs> all the real band tip. All the uh, all the bands coming out of Gainesville and even Florida would just stop through there, so we yeah. got to see a lot of uh, a lot of good bands going on their first leg of the tour, and, or either coming back okay. down to Florida. How do you how do you think Valdosta happened to get that that kind of music scene? Scene. It's funny because Georgia kind of has what three or four. There's Athens. There's Savannah. There's Atlanta. Yeah. So you, there's like four or five pretty prominent, not prominent, but like scenes that have actually put out stuff yeah. and get attention from bands like How You Say when they're coming down. Why do you think Valdosta? Because I've been there, we played there two or three times. I had a great time. Very sm small place. Yeah, you know, yeah, small town for sure. Small town, but you wouldn't expect what's there. Right. And what? So why do you think that had such a, Valdosta had such an impact on so many bands and why do you think it uh, happened in but, that town like but it was it was just all of us like uh skated okay did all that stuff you know like that's how that's how uh, at least me and a, a bunch of our friends got introduced to a lot of the bands that we that we liked because it was on skate videos yeah so you would wait to the end of the credits figure out what band it is oh, and then, and then, and then, and then you, try to figure out where they're at and yeah, where they're from okay so you know with that, with that, as we got older, we like started playing in bands, and then we figured out the people were touring and playing in bands and stuff too. And our buddy opened up a place, uh, Planet Ten. Uh, yeah, I remember that. Place. Which was just in a in a shopping like a shopping mall. Yeah. Or a, stri yeah, yeah. a strip mall. It was like a weird strip mall. Yeah. You're like you did not, you walk in, you're like this should not be, be going on in it this was, place at all. It was just an open room with like carpet. Yeah, like and, carpet tile, <laughs> and like didn't it have the the the, the, the panel ceiling area was like yeah. it was like straight up like could have been a dentist office. Right, right. That's where I think I saw Blood Shovel when the when I played there. Yeah. With uh, the Get Down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the Get Down, Blood Shovel, and I forget two other bands or something. And one of the dudes was nude and just going crazy. I forget which guy it was, but they were going. I mean, it was like I I 
I loved it so much because it just kind of was like, oh, that's something that would happen at the hardback. Yeah. Because stuff like that would happen in Gainesville too. So it was kind of funny. And this was, you know, four or five years later. Right. You know, from when I first moved to Gainesville. So it was like, it was kind of like cool to see that there was a town like Valdosta that uh, embraced uh, music the way that it did. Yeah. I mean, it seems like it, I mean, like even still today, I mean, we're looking, I mean, you say, that was back in the late 90s? Yeah, like ni probably in 96, 97. Okay, so you're looking at almost 20 years now. Yeah. And that was 20 years ago. And how much, I mean, about, about Gainesville alone's grown so much in 20 years. I mean, I can only imagine that Valdosta has grown pretty decently sized in that 20 years, or is it still pretty? I mean, it's, I mean, it's still a small town. Uh, is it seem still bigger? Like, are there more people? It's, it's still it, there's still kids that are doing it there though. You okay. know, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily know if it's bigger or smaller. Yeah. Because I don't know when we, when when we were all hanging out and our buddies were like putting on these shows at ten and ten, and or we were just doing house shows or whatever. We were just doing it because we were hungry. We wanted, we just wanted to have fun and like, right. see all these bands. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I'm not really sure. I I keep in touch with like a few people there that are doing stuff like guys that I used to play with, and they yeah. they still do the, they still do the same thing. But I'm not sure. It was always a a problem after Planet Ten closed down because there wasn't really like venues to play there unless you wanted to play at a a college bar, you know. And then then you're a cover band because they don't want they don't want to hear original stuff. They want to hear Brown Eyed Girl, right, or right. something like that. You know. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So. It, <coughs> It kind of just ended up being house shows for a while, and I think and I think that's still kind of what it is. So I think it's still I think it's still the same thing. I'm just not sure the the, the size of the scene. Right, anymore. right. So then, what made you? Well, what year did you move to Gainesville? Like officially. Two thousand nine. Okay, so six years ago then. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I turned I turned thirty. So yeah, yeah. Okay, so when you moved here, did you, was your intention completely to play music? Like, were you already coming here with that thought in mind and like, listen, I, I already have a band in mind or there's already people I got going on or is it? Yeah, I, I started, I got asked to play with uh, the Ship Thieves, you know, via Addison Burns because I, I met him when we went on tour with Black Cougar Shock Unit. He was okay. in the Enablers. At the time, and that's how and that's how I met all of those dudes. And this Addison Burns guy, I've heard of him before. He's old, right? He's really he's kind of he's the he's grayish the, orc. He's the like, uh, the mayor of Stiltsville. Mayor Stiltsville. He's like a Gandalfish <laughs> kind of. Wears gray, gray outfit. Come with me if you. I'll show you the way. I'll I'll make you a musician. I'll show you the way. No, but we. None shall pass. He's. I don't think he's. I don't think he's ever gonna get. Get. He has so many nicknames. I know. It's funny he does. And he just. He, he just. He, he's such a good sport about it. He's, I know. He he's just, a great guy. I want to interview him as well. I want to catch him one day and be able to talk to him because he's again another position in town that I have a shit ton of respect <laughs> for. And I, you know, he's just uh, just an all around great guy. Yeah. But back to you, the important person. The person that plays drums and doesn't have to use electric electronic stuff. Oh, but there's yeah, you're right. Okay, <laughs> how'd you get into drumming? Same deal, buds. Just buds, just friends. Like friends were uh, 
one friend uh, in particular that I grew up with, like neighborhood bud, he joined the uh, the marching band. Okay. And he was just like, you should, you should join. We'll play, we'll play drums together. We skated together already. We already like played in, you know, in our garage bands, you know, at that time. And I was playing guitar, so he was playing drums then. And uh, we marched, and I marched tenors, which are the four drums in front yeah, of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the yeah. Now the tenor, the tenors weighed eighty pounds. Holy moly! With you know, you had a harness and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. I weighed eighty pounds. Yeah. <laughs> At the carrying time, myself. I was carrying my weight, and it's I I I learned a lot of rudiments doing that, and but I just didn't have the heart to stay in. Right. Like the, you know, I, I wanted to skate. I wanted to play in like rock. That's bands. how I it's felt about safety patrol in third grade. So I totally get where you're coming from. <laughs> And but that's what that's that's how I started playing drums was because of this guy Ralph, and um, uh, when all of our other friends were playing, it, it seemed like there was an influx of like guitarists and bass players, but there were there were never enough drummers. Huh. So um, uh, Troy and uh, another buddy Justin and our our bud uh, Brian started um, Lucky Stranger. Okay. And they needed a drummer, so I was like, oh, I'll play drums. And that's from from there on. Well, that from, was it. from there on, I've been that a I've been a drummer. Okay, yeah. cool. And so when you came here in, in 2009, and you've been here prior, what, what what besides playing music, what were like say what was some, maybe maybe one of the best shows you ever saw here out of probably the top ten that you think was like, man, I'm glad I live in Gainesville, I'm glad I was here to see the show, or maybe even one that you got to play with a band, like, what, what, what's, like, what's something about Gainesville that, that, you know, even during, like, shitty days, you're like, I'm glad I live in Gainesville because of this, like, because, like, when I, when I was living in my car for a short time, which I did kind of little, I lived in my car, and then I kind of lived on the floor with Chuck and George, and then I'd sleep on somebody's couch and yeah, like yeah. for six months, you know? Yeah, yeah. And everyone was always very supportive and, and, and did what great friends do. Right, right, you know? right for sure. And, and, which I could never repay you all, I really appreciate it very much. Uh, but it's, you know, like that, there, those, even those days, the one thing I think no, that always helped me was the music. Like, no, it just even if I had a shitty fucking day, I knew that I could go out, I could go find a show, and I could mm. find somebody to listen to, and it would make my day better. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I did move here to for music, just to roadie, then I fell into playing music, and then I fell into working around musicians and, and, and doing that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I've had... I've had a 20-year kind of like life in music, but prior to that was a huge fan, you know, before coming into it. So it's like, I know it means so much to me, and that's why I think Gainesville means so much to me, and I think that's what I'm trying to, one of the things I'm trying to get at and get across on this podcast and get across to people about, like, that's the best thing about living in, one of the best, my favorite things about living in a town that's artistically, inclined like it is especially musically you have all your different types there's all these weird crazy little scenes there's all these crazy little 
spots and stuff that you really not everyone knows about it, but you, you took the time to learn, you find some cool shit, yeah. you know, yeah, and you yeah. fall upon stuff, and you're always learning in this town. Is that something that you find exciting about living in Gainesville, knowing that you're here at a time where now we're actually kind of doing like this weird exponential growth? Because before, like, the past 20 years was kind of like a slow growth musically and building in Gainesville to what it is like it is right now. now. Right, right. And now you're going to see an exponential growth. Since you've only been six years, you know, you're going to see in the next 20 years if you stay here that long, it's good. you're going to even see it's going to be probably tripled. You know, who knows? Yeah. Is, is that exciting for you? Is that something that you like as a musician? Is that something that's going to keep you always in music, you think? And maybe yeah. always. Yeah, man. Because music, music, you. I don't know. You, you're supposed to grow with music. Like you know, you, your tastes aren't aren't the same as when you were when you were 16. Yeah. You know, I still listen to some. You know, I still listen to some of the stuff that I was was when I was 16. But as you get older, like your taste changes. So you got to give music, the scene, people, like some room to breathe. Right. And, like you're saying, expand. And it is exciting because like music, since music does change, like how's it? For me, it's like how's it going to be in five years? Yeah. Ten, ten years because no, right, right. with with everything, I mean, people people are just such good players now, or like people have such a very interesting take on music. It doesn't have to be like technical proficiency, but just like attitude and yeah, and, just maybe um, odd, just off the cuff ideas. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's exciting because, like you're saying, it seemed like it was like this. It was stagnant for a little while. I remember, yeah. I remember before moving here, it's like. Man, I, I we would me and my buddies would sit down. It's like, man, I haven't really heard anything new that's really good. And then it's there were like every so often I would get like a, a sliver yes. of something new, and it's like, oh, that's good, and that's. And then then you start doing the same thing, you know. When you're a kid, you start searching for those, you know, those sort of bands, and or whether or not it's new or old. Like I've found some old, old stuff. Yeah. That's, uh, Have you ever that's listened killer. to Spoke? I, Antihistamine was like kind of like their that album. Yeah, I, I want to say Buds listened to it back in the back in the day. Yeah, but I I listened to I listened to a lot of like metal because my brother was a okay. metalhead. Right, right, and right. Then, and then uh, like kind of mathy stuff, and then and then and then punk rock after that. You know. Okay. Like so. like that was thing like because like there was there's kind of like when I came here there was a, like this little section right before. Hot Water guys and I got here uh, of bands that kind of were here but then they kind of were gone right around that same time like Spoke and these other bands yeah. that were like super freaking uber amazing like way ahead of their time like if you listen to a Spoke stuff now like yeah, I can listen to Spoke and a Histamine now and it makes me feel the same way it did the first night I heard it on crack and I didn't and, and it was somebody put that song in there man and I got such a charge uh-huh. And that song, and I'm just like, this is Gainesville. This is, I mean, to me, it just felt like Gainesville. This yeah. is what Gainesville is. And this is what their, this is their definition of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's, I, I, I don't know, like, I felt like, like I said, there was a time, like, in the, in the 90s and all that stuff, where people were, like, there was never a place like, oh, those are those are those are the Gainesville bands. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, there was like, like there was like a scene, and there was, there was, a, there was a certain style too. too no, no. with the band. And I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't ever really hear that that too much anymore, which is surprising. Yeah. Which, which kind of surprising. Yeah, yeah. 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 I feel like that would be like, like a thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, the first customer of the day. 
the arcade bar. One of the other way, I can't say the arcade gateway. I think it is, uh, it is, that's got to be right. Like they were saying, they're going to cease and desist, uh, less because it's already used. Who has this? Uh, Barcade. Yeah. Who are, who has it? That's an interesting. The, the, the original, the original one, like the number one, was called. Oh Barcade. really? Yeah. Oh. Well, it's just called Arcade Bar, right? That's yeah. The official name. Yeah. Just foot floppy. How clever! How clever! Pretty clever. Yeah. Pretty I'm considering clever. retiring from pinball. No. I there fucking played the yeah. best game. Doing a podcast right now. <laughs> last night. No, you're cool. And I just fucking. It's a power on the mic. I played one game it, last it, it, night. Went upstairs, power. put a dollar into Adam's it's family. Just, it's natural. First game, just, first I'm ball. Just let, I'm just letting it be what now, it is. Now my high score on that particular machine, out of social place, like that so actual physical machine, I played better on it years ago, but it was 241 million. And I was like first natural ball. I got 150 million. And I was just like, I was thinking about that last night. I was moving the ball with my mind. I mean, that's the idea of this. On this bigger machine, I've never gone through all the mansion rooms. There's like 12 mansion rooms. And each thing is a different thing. You have to do the 12, you get to the 13. Hopefully, you don't take off. I can get you. 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 I yeah, I got I will I promise I will not take your so, soul with I don't have another credit that I paid for it in the machine. Plus <laughs> I got no one for the big score the two for the score, which I have a two score on that machine. They're all just made. Uh, you said I'm good. I just I finished that game and I just like dropped the mic and just like you guys want these credits. I'm not gonna play again tonight. What would be the point of that, you know? Oh my god, it's fucking great. Awesome, so this place is a really cool place. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, this place also belongs to Scott and Hal, who own uh, the top, Papa Top. I'm doing a podcast. Okay. I'm interviewing him. I interviewed somebody. I interviewed somebody here the other night. I interviewed George Rebello the other night, and I'm interviewing him, Mr. Bobby Brown from the Ship Thieves. <laughs> Free advertisement. Uh, an amazing drummer. An amazing lover. Ooh, very tender. Very tender. Giving. You gotta, you gotta give a little tenderness. Tender, <laughs> tender is the night. That's what I, when I see him, that's the song that comes to my, comes to my mind. It's, my prerogative comes to mind. That's good. Oh, nice. It's the way I wanna live. See, why does nobody ever say the Ghostbusters song? I uh, know, right? Yeah. That's, that'd be classic. Yeah, Bobby Brown did. The Bobby the Brown, for Ghostbusters 2. Oh. I'm more of a Ray Parker Jr. man. Ray so. Parker. I mean, I'm not trying to, not trying to take away from it. It does. So, since you've lived in Gainesville, what's your, uh, what's one of your top five favorite shows you went to, or that you've seen? It could be during the fest, you know, maybe a band that you haven't seen in a long time or something like that. Small, big, doesn't matter. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm thinking because men usually, usually I work. I'm either working know, working yeah. a show or like if, uh, if maybe I should rephrase it. If what do you, what do you like to sometimes feel lucky enough to grab a little piece of from far back <laughs> in the crowd that you can barely see through as people are yelling orders at you? Ooh. 
No, man, that's, that's, that's hard. Fest, fest is usually like a really good time to see yeah. like band, you know, bands that usually don't come down this far anymore, yes. but local, local bands, fuck it, the last time I saw it, Ed, Edmonton was really good, those guys are like fast, fast punk rock, Yeah. post-teens, like those dudes are nothing but a fucking ball of energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe, and it's, it's not because it's not because Darby's in the band, but Avercue, like yeah. before I knew. Well, Avercue's a good band. They're, That's I mean, just a, they're a cool band, man. I like. Um, but it it quit. helps that Darby's in the band. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, quit. I yeah. you, know, you know I just I, I learned about the whole quit phenomenon. Yeah, know, yeah. Like when it, Addie had mentioned it before, you know, when I when I moved here, but that, that was a city. You never noticed. It was always yeah. in passing, and then, you know, as I as I would go out with him because we were roommates for three years. Yeah. Inevitably, at a bar, there's a drunk like, so when are you gonna get quit back together? When are you gonna do this? Yeah. And so, when I actually got to see them do the reunion, like the reunion show, I was like, holy shit, that's, that's yeah, that's, that's awesome. It's, no, it, it was, was really, very cool to see him doing that like it was a definitely uh it was it was it was fucking awesome an awesome show when you see when you look and you're you already had a few beers and you are on top of the crowd because somebody has somehow managed to pick you up and they're lifting you over the crowd right right and then i look over and i see chris wallard is doing the same thing right Going. Nothing. Good. Interviewing Mr. Bobby Brown. Uh, I can't Silver bullets. Actually, Friday's back before 2008. I'd be shit drunk by this time myself. So I'm a lot of jealous. A lot of gels over here. <laughs> so good, good touches the lips. Sometimes it's not good when it comes out of the lips, but it's going in. It. It's pretty tasty. It was delicious. Do you think you'll? Uh, do you think the games will be You think you'd stay here? Yeah, I've been been doing this long, long. Yeah, you know. I mean, I mean. So I mean, it's so much. It's crazy. That's, that's the thing. There wasn't, there wasn't a whole lot of team meeting. It's like this, this much clearer. Yeah, yeah. Not as intense as stressful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here, here, it's an international university. Yeah, inherently, that's some culture here. Culture and money here. I mean, that too. Yo, he's got students that want to train. You know. Exactly. Case in point. Case in point. No, that's great. Um, what are you listening to right now? Like, like what's uh, what's like something like uh, something new? Because I mean, I myself, I always have a hard time trying to keep up with new stuff. So I usually ask everybody else that's younger than I am to hopefully help me out. Since you're in a band, you should know some stuff. And you're sitting there laughing like you. You're like, what's that? I don't know. I really don't. I just say drums. Yeah. Herbie, you know. I'll do I heard that's bite high right now. 
white hot. So it's 2015, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, no. I think he's going to do a remix with Pharrell. Oof. Woof. <laughs> Woof. Woof. <laughs> Oh, that'd that's be a, awesome. That's awesomely a, bad. I get up and walk from my house because I live around here. Yeah. Just walk around and get coffee, you know, get some exercise. It's, it's good, a quick, uh, like, uh, you think Gainesville's a pretty easy town to live in, just in general, then? Like, do you find it a pretty easy town? The people yeah. pretty friendly all around? Yeah. Super cheap to live. Yeah. Um, people are awesome. You can find a job, you know, you, you if you yeah. look, you can get a job, you can make decent money if you just put. You're gonna have to work five days a week, yeah, like it. most normal people. But you're gonna make some decent money if you put the time in and do it. Yeah. You know, yeah. grind away for a little while. And yeah, I mean, it's it's like the old adage. I mean, Gainesville. I mean, it's like everybody's done it. You have to eat. You gotta eat some shit sandwiches. You know, like that's kind of the thing. You gotta do it to 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 realize when you start doing well. Like, damn, I you know, you see that's the thing. You were eating shit sandwiches here, but you're still having fun. That's the thing about Gainesville, man. I was, you know, I remember, like, even, like I said, living in the park, still having a great time. Getting my drink on every night, you know, going to the bar, hanging out with my friends, watching bands, yeah. acting a fool, and then getting up every morning and going to work with a hangover all day long, and then hopefully doing the same thing again the next night. Yeah. It gets, it's easy, to, it's easy to get in that cycle, and it's always, I don't know. I don't know if it's a necessarily a good or bad thing, but for better or for worse, like your buds will like, man, I'll buy you a beer. Like I'm not gonna go out tonight. I don't, I, you know, I don't have a whole lot of money. It's like, I'll buy you a beer. I think and, Wolfgang just scored a very high score on on Funhouse Pinball. He's reliving some young days, it seems. Very funny. Anyways, this place is great. Uh, people are starting to show up. Uh, it's starting to pick up a little bit. support one another when in times of need and Gainesville always comes out on top with that so that's another good thing about the town and so Bob is back from making some drinky poo-poos for the ladies so he's working a double here tonight folks so he's a uh, he's a hard-working man on a Friday evening not, not out having a good time busting his ass doing what he's yeah. got to do yeah big bills so you uh are you, are you singlet still? Are you still uh are you still on the single scene or are you uh 
Is that a scene? Is single scene a scene? Yeah, single scene's a scene. That means like you can hang out with people and you don't have to date them, you can just do single stuff with them. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. You're on the single scene? Yeah, cool. Totally. Yeah, single scene's pretty cool. You should stay on it for as long as you can. It's good, it's good and bad. Yeah, you know, yeah of course. It, you know, it's always... There's always an inherent, just like, uh, yeah, with, with that, but yeah, it's kind of fun right now, so that's, right. that's what I'm going for. Cool. I mean, you just got to enjoy yourself. YOLO. <laughs> I, 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 might, I, might walk, I might walk away now, smoke a cigarette, come back. I just thought I had to say it just because it's uh, still a retirement thing, and even me saying that is bad. Like, I shouldn't even, even be saying that. I'm... I was on a short bus, and I'm not lying, they did ride me on a short bus for a while. My parents had to go and complain and have somebody in a station wagon drive me instead so I didn't look so bad. <laughs> They're like, make him wear a helmet. Look at him. It's like the porn star of pool, pool play there. It's the, it's the power stance. I'm telling you. Pinball, oh, you gave it the bird. Now the game's gonna mess him up. It could be like the two dude, the two dudes from the Muppets, like I know, know the stuff on the top. I know, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but so, well, so in the evening time on Friday nights, does it kick up pretty hard upstairs? I mean, does it pick up pretty well? I think so. I usually, I usually work uh, happy hour. I worked, I worked a few, uh, a few nights, but it's the last few, the last few nights have been, or last few Friday nights that I've worked have been kind of hit or miss. You know, like you have pops, but I mean there's... There's people, there's people in the place, whether it's upstairs, the second floor, or the third floor. Alright. Question. Favorite pizza place in town? Um, in Gainesville? Because I like Blue Highway. Okay. That's a That's good. That'll count. That's the same thing. Uh, favorite but, bar? Like, where do you like to go hang out and you know it's going to be chill and you know, you, you know you're not going to be probably bothered if you don't want to be? Is there any place that you like to go to like that? You know, man, just because it's, you know, in my in my front yard, Nelly's. Nelly's works. But they, you know, they, they, they also are stopping smoking inside, so that's going to drive away a lot of their... But they're putting a the patio on back. Yeah. yeah which yeah. is kind of cool. So if they put a cover patio back there, it would be sweet. Yeah. Because inside, don't get me wrong, it's, I love the place, but it does smell like 45 years of piss, vomit, and, and cigarettes. I mean, which is kind of sexy in a weird kind of old school way. That's kind of the appeal. No, it is the appeal. It is, it is that dungy, cold, wet bar. You know, you know, you know they haven't cleared, cleaned the air ducts in a long time. You, you did, I, I feel like you definitely plan to go. Like if you're going to Nelly's, like if you if you if you go to Nelly's when they first open, yeah. you're either getting off from work. Yeah, and you're gonna get drunk. And you're gonna get drunk. But then yeah. you leave there and change clothes, yeah. or you go there at the end of the night because either way, you you're gonna come out of there smelling like an ashtray. Yeah, yeah, it's true, it's true. Like so, you're stuffy because it's like smell. So you're a smoker though, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. And, and so there's a question. As a smoker, so you find it, it, it's, it just makes your job more bearable when people aren't smoking inside. Even as a smoker, you could say that, right? No, for sure. For okay, sure. Okay, so. It's, I mean, no, it's nothing against smoking. Sometimes I smoke socially. Sometimes, most of the time, I don't smoke. 
but I do like I do like a cigarette every once in a while. And inside, I dig it. You know, I miss it. I smoked once on a plane when I was 16, which was cool. I miss I miss smoking when I poop. That's like yeah, in a, inside of a bar or something. Yeah. yeah, or in a restaurant. No, yeah, that's a good one. Oh no, this is my house in the bathroom. Spooky. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't smoke in the house. Don't smoke in the house. I mean, that's what I. I you know, I don't. I don't smoke in the house either. But like, my, I grew up with my parents. Uh, yeah, so they smoked in the house they and smoked. they did that stuff. Yeah, yeah. They had their Nescafe, their cigarette, and the toilet. It was all. It was a one-stop shop. One-stop shit shop. <laughs> you just have a pot of coffee waiting for you there, like you never really have to. What'd you have for dinner last night? Two and a half of casserole. <laughs> the saltine scrambled on top. Hey, don't don't kill that shit. No, yeah, man, that's real good. Keeping it white. Keeping it white. <laughs> Keeping it white. <laughs> Keeping it white. Keeping it cracker-like. But no, um. I know, I know you're going to probably get busy soon, and this isn't going to be the only time that I interview you, so I just wanted to come in and uh, get a little bit of history from you, uh, get, get, get some ideas of uh, why you moved to Gainesville, uh, some of the ideas of what you like about this town. It's all, all uh, music, man. All music. See, that's, I think, going to be a lot of the answers, because that seems to be what I've gotten so far, and I think that's one of the things, is that I, I agree 100%, is that the music is... If, if you love it, this is a man that's going to love you back with it. Absolutely. You're, you're not going to be disappointed. She's not going to let you down. Yeah. Music's always going to take care of you. Yeah. You know, in, in this town, that's another thing, too. And I, I want to leave this at that with this, is that my parents said a long time ago, your friends weren't going to be there for you. Well, as I can tell Bobby Brown here, is he's been my friend for the past four or five years, and I've been lucky enough to have him as a friend, yeah, a straight shooter, uh, someone you could definitely count on, someone who could give you his shirt off the bag, uh, someone who'd probably do more for you if it could. Uh, I'm glad to have you here doing this with me, and I want to say thank you, and I appreciate your time very much for doing it, and uh, we'll do some more. Uh, at one point in time, maybe I can we can get a, a drummer's round table somewhere, playing poker one night, and have a podcast. That would be awesome. Kind of do like a powwow with pops, kind of poker night. Yeah. And uh, these are just ideas I'm throwing out there, folks. These are stuff that I'm coming up with for the podcast, just to kind of get more interest and so people have better ideas of what Gainesville's really like and doing it from different areas, you know. Yeah. I, cause I, I I'm taping this and I'm throwing it up and not really. Yeah. He's ready. Pinball wizard. Yeah, pinball wizard. I just beat my high score on that by almost 20 million. Did you hear that, folks? You beat a high score by 20 million. It means something. It does. I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's the power stance. It is. It's the it's power, a power stance. stance. You did have a good stance on that, yeah. though. You did you, have a good stance. You had the. You yeah, kind of. I know how to fuck the machine. You were kind of into it, at, like Bad or Santa, when Billy Bob <laughs> was behind that girl. That's exactly what you were doing. That's why you got so much. That's why you got. That's, see, if there's a girl there, you're not going to get the points. The machine wants to feel you. <laughs> Holy shit, that was. Literally. literally. I'm done. I'm literally. literally. That's it. That's it. She, she took it out of you. But again, Bobby, uh, Bobby Brown, drummer from The Shift Thieves. Do you have anything else coming up? Yeah, any shows or anything coming up soon? Show uh, the 28th. Okay, September 28th. 
October 20th. October 20th? Okay, so the Ship Thieves got a show coming up October 28th. Folks, don't miss it. Look out for it. Check them out on Facebook if they're on there. Wallard's not too much into tech stuff, so I don't know what you guys do with your band stuff, but does Darby do most of that stuff? Who does all the tech stuff for you guys? Uh, Darby or, or Addison. Addison? Yeah. Okay, you guys need to get on Periscope. And you guys need to learn how to start streaming your stuff so you can make your band next one. But I'll talk to you guys about that later because I'm working on an app for that. <laughs> so, but again, this is a powwow with Pops coming to you from Gainesville, Florida. Friday night. Uh, I love this town. And I love you all. Appreciate you. You all have a great weekend. Again, Bobby, thank you. Thanks, bud. All right, bye. Thing. Like another pages. Yeah. Wake up. Uh, <coughs> shake it. Seriously. Shake it like a baby. It's like you have to sometimes. Like, what are you doing? I don't know. What's going on? Oh, your cover. Poker game would be, would be fucking awesome. Yeah, it'd be hilarious, dude. $20 buy ins. Make it.